Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Season two. I'm James Bunn, also known as Boutique Paul. And I'm Greg Tenbrink, also known as Daddy Master Senpai. Yeah. Happy quarantine. <laughs> or social distancing, as we're supposed to call it. <laughs> Happy coronacation. <laughs> oh, man. For the people who aren't struggling while they're out of work. Other yeah. than that, I'm sorry for your loss. I mean, I'm not out of work. Yeah, me either. It's funny. It's uh, it's unfortunate. All these places closing down, but mm. you know, certain places are staying open that probably don't need to be. Okay. So yeah, um, this first episode of season two is called "You Are What You Consume," and it coincidentally coincidentally goes perfect with the current situation we're in because with everybody inside, all they're doing is consuming mm-hmm. whatever media, food information you can't really get out there and interact so there's nothing for you to like do besides consume right like listen to this podcast yeah. perfect, thing, perfect <laughs> thing to listen to while you're indoors <laughs> so yeah we just figured we'd um you know run through the our the, the big it. three the big yeah, three the, yeah, i'm the stealing three. that the big three <laughs> the big three <laughs> yeah just uh three forms of primary consumption and what kind of effects they may have on you good or bad mm-hmm so to start, we're going to talk about entertainment, because what else is everybody going to be doing right now other than trying to entertain themselves? Binging shows on Netflix, catching up on everything they've missed, just consuming endlessly. At least yeah, that's endlessly. what I've been doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, I haven't really been doing too much of that because I've just been like cleaning the house or doing stuff like that. But mm. yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot to consume, whether it's, you know, like I said, our podcast, which I hope you're listening to. Um, you know, different movies, TV shows, all the streaming platforms, you know, there's even, I mean, movie theaters are closed right now. So they're actually putting out a lot of movies are supposed to come out mm-hmm. available for a sale. Yeah. Direct d- on digital. I mean, they're super expensive though. Oh, I yeah. don't want to, like I saw tw- one movie it was like 20 bucks. So I was like, nah, <laughs> that's cheaper than 20 bucks is my membership to celebration VIP, which lets me watch three movies a week Yeah, <laughs> for four weeks of the month. <laughs> So no thing. I'm not paying twenty dollars for one movie when I can see twelve in theaters for that cost. Honestly, I mean it's it's sort of justified because it's like you can have eight people over at your house watching the movie, but still, yeah, that's true. Um, or also, some people I know are listening to music. I know there was on Friday uh, the website Bandcamp had a special where they were waiving all their fees and paying artists directly. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah, supporting artists is the best thing to do when you're locked up because mm-hmm. all you have no choice. Yeah, all you're doing is consuming stuff that they've created, and it's like, well, they, <laughs> they got to eat too, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't working right now because of it, especially yeah. in entertainment. Like, entertainment is pretty much shut down as far as... Creatives don't really have paid time off. <laughs> yeah, they, <don't, laughs> they have a savings that they might have, or they live off of whatever they make from anything that's not performing if they're mm-hmm. a performer. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. What are the pros of consuming media? Or entertainment media. The pros of consuming entertainment entertainment media. I feel, I feel like it's it's, it's almost a, a loaded question. Yeah, but it's uh, the way I'm going to say it is it's a glimpse into someone else's creative process, at least to like see the end result. You know, like somebody somebody goes off the wall with this idea and creates like a whole show or a or um a whole film or or just music. You know, and you get to uh, sample what it's like being in their head. That's how I view it a lot. Of yeah, time. that's true. I mean, you get you kind of get a peek into that person's world mm-hmm. or how they view things. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's pretty much across every form of media. It's this kind of it's like a snapshot into the psyche of 
like human nature. A little conceptual example would be like the if you if you look at the way that a writer writes a relationship between two characters on a show, you know, you get to see how that writer perceives relationships. Or they might be writing their own relationship into that a story. Too. That happens oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know. And that that's a that's a good lesson to people. Be careful if you're in a relationship with creatives because that might spill over into their content. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fuck around and find and find yourself in a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, why does that character seem really familiar? <laughs> why does that character have all these bad traits? Why is this character being villainized? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why do I share the same name as this character that's really awful on screen? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that, written by my ex makes sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd say another pro is it's just, you know, it's something to help people relax. Yeah. Uh, it helps keep your mind off of uh, the current events. You know, every day you wake up and you see new articles, uh, X amount of thousands of people dead from the virus. But you're just like, well, I don't need to fill my brain with all that right now and just enjoy something. Right. <laughs> Probably ironically watching horror movies where everybody dies anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Desensitizes you to the I wonder how many people pandemic. are watching The Purge right now. <laughs> you know, I noticed on like <laughs> I won't say The Purge, but I noticed on like Netflix that uh, a bunch of uh, films became like top in, in in the nation right now or whatever and it's like, all disaster like oriented and like outbreak and stuff yeah it's all either <laughs> like 2012 was on there it's all either disaster related or something that has to do with some sort of crazy viral outbreak and i'm like what <laughs> oh that, <laughs> what that, is that this weird trend kind of want to watch contagion now i'm pretty sure it's on there like i'm pretty sure it was in the top 10 or whatever but <laughs> It's kind of weird how the world works. Things mm. are going bad. Let's watch, Let's consume all the things that relate to it. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just, you know, like profiting off of the, the keywords, but still. That's true. The algorithms are going mm. crazy with, you know, virus and mm. outbreak. So it's like, oh, let's pump the let's pump the media stream with all this <laughs> content that is totally so, reflective. <laughs> there's there's mobile game ads that are now referencing surviving viruses and stuff. Like, oh, like, no. Like for the same game I saw like two weeks ago, I had nothing to do with it. But now it's like, oh, survive the virus in this bunker and this idle game and all that stuff. I'm oh, like, okay. wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's also a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mostly for creatives, you can consume things that might inspire you to make something yourself or maybe that is your form of entertainment is creating mm-hmm. you know, i know this is definitely entertaining when we create the podcast you know i've been working on you know some music stuff that i'm hoping to release soon because you know i gotta put some product out there for shutdown honestly i got a friend who picked up sewing that they haven't like messed with for like more more than a decade and they're now they're making face masks out of it oh that's genius <laughs> and they already have like a like a small demand for it you know like I, I hit him up i was like yo i want one like i'm not realistically gonna wear one for like health concerns because like your uh, face mask really only protects people from you but i don't really i don't have anything yeah they said that the you know wearing masks isn't mm-hmm. useful unless you actually have something yeah but still i kind of just want one for the like the aesthetic <laughs> the aesthetic <laughs> That is, uh, well, you want to give yourself this kind of vibe, like there's almost like a super villain vibe going mm. on. You got to wear a mask. But yeah, I mean, so what, uh, what I think is a, is a key topic to talk about is the purpose or the intent of the consumption, you know? I mean, there is a variety of different reasons to consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... 
I think a lot of people right now are, are their intent for consumption is just like either biding time or like an escape. It's like a distraction right or something yeah. to do something to get them away from the, the fact that they're locked up in their houses for so long or that like it seems everywhere you go outside in the populated areas, it seems kind of barren. It almost looks like the it, it looks like the beginning of uh, or not the beginning, but the it looks like the setting for I am legend. Yeah, well, it's, you know, California pretty much shut everything down. They want Mm. everyone to stay inside unless like absolutely necessary, you know, industries have to be open. Like, you know, obviously they don't want to close stores. Yeah. You can't really close the hospital. Uh, I think New Jersey's just is actually hitting a stay at home order. I know Pennsylvania is shutting down all businesses that aren't essential. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like here they just shut down what salons and spas and other stuff like that. They've already, you know, closed down restaurants and stuff like that for, you know, all you can do is take out or delivery. You know, no dine-in places. So let me ask you, what is your what is your primary intent when you consume media in this uh not specifically in relating to the the pandemic that's going on right now, because I feel like we don't need, right, really there's, need to talk we don't about, need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to it than just the epidemic yeah. that's going on yeah. right now. My aim for consumption is a multitude of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's entertainment, but mostly it's being a content creator. I just have this need to consume any and everything I can get my hands on. Like, like ever since starting this podcast, all I listen to is podcasts at work. Now <laughs> I'm listening to multiple different podcasts at once. I mean, there's ones that I'm getting into that have a bank of episodes that I'm getting through. But once I'm caught up, like I I'm caught up on. I don't know. I'm caught up on a couple of them where I'm I'm caught up in like three of them where I'm waiting week to week or whatever intro like Dungeons and Daddies is every two weeks. So mm-hmm. that's just, that's really disappointing. Cause I want to keep listening every week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, either that or I listen to music sometimes, uh, when I'm home, I listen to music. I haven't really done too much consumption. I might watch TV shows. Like I'm slowly getting through Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, I've been wanting to watch movies, but it's so hard to sit down for, a, it's hard to sit down for like a two hour plus movie when I At have home. work the next yeah. day. Cause I would love to stay up, but I got to get up. You know, maybe if we do, uh, maybe if you get, you know, locked in for a couple weeks, you know, might catch up with some movies. Binge Honestly, few, I'm going to call yeah. right now. If, if they do a lockdown for like two weeks, we will release an episode every single day for that two weeks. <laughs> I don't know about an ex- every single day, every but single day. it'll definitely be more than what's going on. Right just, now. <laughs> just day one through however many of the quarantine. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like 15 days in, I'm be like, I'm a little burned out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah there's just so many different reasons it's i don't i also i don't want to say i consume it differently i do interpret entertainment differently than most mm. people like i watch movies very differently being that i'm into filmmaking and want to make films and there's all these uh, just so there's a multitude of different nuances that i notice that aren't going to catch a regular person because i know the inner workings of all of it so i'm going to notice things like oh this camera movement here is for this reason. Mm. Or, you know, I might say, oh, they took that shot from this movie from like 40 years ago. Or, mm. you know, I noticed things like, you know, I'm really in tune to like music and sound design, which a lot of people would, you know, it's it's something that's happening all the time. So you don't really notice it. But there's things I'll just notice instantly because, you know, like when I was in school, we did this uh, exercise called a movie minute where we replaced all the audio from a minute of a movie. And we got the Matrix. <laughs> and, and it was the scene. And it was the scene where Neil's like racing, encounters Agent Smith, and gets shot. 
So we had to redo that whole entire minute. Wow. Yeah, it was it was awesome. He said he actually said he liked that audio better than the original movie's audio. <laughs> I was like, yes. But yeah, there's, there's just so many reasons. Um, I definitely. Being creative, it definitely informs you. You have a better sense of how to consume if you know how everything works. I mean, listening as a fan and listening as a creator are two different things. You know, listeners or viewers are watching for and listening for totally different things. Like, you know, like what's what's a topic that you know, is easily applicable to that? Uh, I don't relating to it, the content. Mm-hmm. That's something that is often I find can be good and harmful. In what in what sense? There, I've noticed there are two different groups. The ones that want that listen to more, that consume more uplifting material, mm-hmm. whether it's like they're in a positive movie or they need something to pull themselves out. And then there's people who consume art that keeps them just kind of adds to the dumpster fire. It's just, it's just sort of you're on a constant. It's like mm-hmm. that's why I don't listen to a lot of the sad boy music out there because it really it doesn't do anything for me. But also, I'm just like, man, if I was depressed, I don't think I'd want to listen to something <laughs> who's just equally depressed. Oh man! I mean, it does influence you. Like I, I think I was telling you the like yesterday. Um, there's this artist I listen to, Sarah Lee Instrumentalist. She says she listens to mostly instrumental stuff because she doesn't listen to a because she makes like a lot of instrumental hip hop and stuff like that. But she doesn't listen to a lot of hip hop with vocals because, given given the current topics and messages out there, she doesn't want her brain receiving that. Because I mean, you know, the brain is a very enigmatic organ. You know, there, there's there's really the question: Do you control your brain, or does your brain control you? <laughs> you know, so if if you're if you have something being fed into your brain, you know, what kinds of effects are they going to have? That's uh, those are a lot of good, a lot of good points, a lot of good thoughts. That's a lot to uh, digest. I'll say. It does kind of make me question, like going back to what we said earlier, why is everybody wanting to watch all these like outbreak and disaster and pandemic movies? I have no idea. During that? I think it's <laughs> it's almost it's almost like a joke. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's almost like a joke. It's also I think people are trying to I don't want to say they're like doing like research or anything or preparing themselves for it, but they're like kind of viewing a worst case scenario and like. I don't know, relating it to what they're going through right now in some in some form of some way, but. You almost have you to know, see how, you know how did no, the movie No, I don't it? understand it. I'm just going to say that. No, I don't understand well, it. I don't. Are, you, are you looking for how they handled it? Is, I, I mean, guess. Movie, I don't know. I'm not watching often, these movies. Movies often show what should be done, mm-hmm. but aren't done in real life. You got to think about it. What True. is it? They say the um, every disaster movie uh, starts with a scientist who's ignored. Mm-hmm. And like, look what happens in the world all the time. Science is ignored and bad things happen. And we're like, how did this happen? Scientists are like, I told you guys. I mean, the, the, the there's people in the medical field that are like, look, lock down the whole country is the only way you're going to stop this. And people are like, no, economy must keep working. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, they also can't, you know, they're also telling people, hey, we can't handle everybody if this goes down really mm-hmm. bad, you know, it's that whole it flatten the, the whole, curve thing, yeah. you know, can't overload the hospitals. They literally cannot handle it. Italy's doing that right now. They can't handle it. They're deciding who dies. Honestly, they're they're pushing out corpses left and right. But. To bridge off of that topic, I would, I would, I would delineate and say that I have three and three distinct purposes for my consumption of entertainment media. Um, I have a my uh, my my guilty pleasure, my just mindless consumption, which is where I'll go. I'll go and watch a bunch of like Michael Bay films, or I'll I'll watch 
explosions of the movie or anything with like senseless uh, violence in it. I'm like, yes, this is something that I'm just kind of like coasting through. Like I'm not trying to think or about movies that are just or comedy movies that are just really terrible. But yeah. Or just life. outright bad movies. You know, I like there's plenty of bad movies that I enjoy. Like what was it? Um, Battlefield Earth, the John Travolta movie from way back. I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> It is worth a watch. It is one of the worst movies of all times, but I love it so much. But yeah, I have my like my like brainless consumption media, which is like I'm not trying to think or like I'm on my phone half the time anyways. You know, it's just something that makes me sit there and go like, ha, you know, every once in a while. Then I have I have my my fanboy uh, consumption, which is basically anything comic related where I'm, I'm or anime. I'm, yeah, or anime. And I'm over analyzing it and I'm like looking for every little reference. It's almost like an Easter egg hunt to me when I see those those movies or shows. Um, but then I have my my experience uh, consumption, which is where when people suggest unique movies or something that's outside of the norm for my consumption, that's where I go and I'm like, all right, I'm going to approach this with a blank slate and try to like experience it in its rawest form, you know, and just expand my palette you know it doesn't have to be something that i'm gonna watch 15 times within the next year and a half it's just something different you know oh that makes sense those are my three purposes it's like yeah, yeah I'd say, I'd say I, I do some of that too like you know uh expanding my palette i'm always you know i'm looking to consume any and everything just you know i don't I already have a Varadis palette, but there's I have this problem where it's like I literally have to dig further, like what else is out there beside mm-hmm. the million things I already consume. And, I, you know, contrary to what I portray in real life, mostly I do have some guilty pleasure things I, I like to consume. Like, you know, what are they? Because I've uh, never even heard of. No, them. <laughs> no, like there's some like I have I have a certain talent for like stupid films. Like, you know, I have no problem watching a Pauly Shore movie. <laughs> <laughs> God, but you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, because <laughs> even, like, like, even I can't watch those movies. <laughs> or like um, Joe Dirt. Okay, all right. <laughs> Joe Dirt has like a like a historic just free pass. <laughs> we will well, never. I, I think it's just like that is like the David Spade role. Like mm. no one else could play that but him. Or uh, Freddie got fingered. Oh, okay, yep. That that is, also you know a that's one. a or something like half baked. Hmm. No, I mean, I mean, I just like they're they're just ones I don't go to. Though it's like I will admittedly say I do not like Super Troopers. That's fair. Super Troopers is like as, as much you as you like it or you don't. Yeah, as much as everybody tries to say it's like one of the greatest uh, comedies, because I don't know whatever they say about it, I get it, but it's not for me. Like when Super Troopers two came out and everybody was in an uproar, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna see it. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's like I haven't seen all of Broken Lizards movies because mm-hmm. I've seen. You know that I don't care for beer fest is okay. I think it, it for its time. Yeah, for its time, definitely. Uh, but the, the one I like the best so far is a slam and salmon, which is the one nobody, everybody's like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Are you ready for the shocker? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> See, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's also, I think, entertainment is a way to just communicate with each other, mm-hmm. especially when there, people are like, oh, you should check this out. I'm like, okay. It definitely lets you know what what they're into, you know. If somebody's like recommending movies and all it is is like a string of action movies, and I know like that's that's all they're into is like dude bro action movies, you know, <laughs> diehard type stuff. But if somebody's like, oh, you should check out this film, or then maybe this film, as long as they're suggesting a uh, healthy smattering of movies, is what I like to call that. <laughs> a, a, a wide variety of stuff. Then it's like then it's it lets me know that this person is more about 
sampling things as opposed to just diving super hardcore into one one it's so area. hard for me to recommend things to people because i'm like oh, okay what what can i show them that probably will make them never want to talk to me again <laughs> I, I will literally watch anything the weirder the better i've watched some i've watched some stuff where i, I won't even recommend to people because i'm like nah this is a little bit too much for the average person mm-hmm. Um, so what about like overconsumption? Do you ever feel like you consume too much media? Because there's there's plenty of times where I know I do definitely, and I should probably like reel it back a bit, but not is see, it's kind of weird. Like the podcast consumption is there's I call it working consumption, it's productive mm-hmm. consumption, and I'm doing it at work. I definitely try to minimize binge watching a lot of stuff unless it has a purpose. You know, I mean, there are times where I used to like, honestly, there is one period of binge watching that I will never repeat. And it was when I watched the first eight seasons of How I Met Your Mother in three weeks. Oh, wow. That is. I was getting up early for work to watch episodes before work and then coming home and spending the rest of the day. That is impressive. Yeah. And then I was like, never again. Mm -mm. Nope. Not doing that. You can't really like shape your uh, your day to day around it. I'm definitely trying to regiment my days more to to supplement my consumption because I realize I'm going to have to try to achieve more balance as a creator, like creating consumption and then having a full-time job on top of that is definitely a juggle. And it's also like the different types of media I'm trying to consume. But I've also found that I could spread out my consumption and consume more than anybody does. Just binging constantly. Yeah. It's, it's more or less the, uh, like, I don't want to say this in a in a derisive sense because that's not what it is. But it, outside of like the podcast and your music and stuff, it's like you don't have a whole bunch of extracurriculars that consume a ridiculous amount of time. You know, like for example, like I play Dungeons and Dragons or a game. You, it's not something that it's that's like very in depth or very like well, valuable in general. But it's something that you could sink an endless amount of hours into. Whereas, like, when you're working on something, you work on it until it's done, you know? Yeah, and it's also, I can regiment it better than a game because you Mm -hmm. don't know, it's open-ended. I can start and stop whenever I want with all my interests. Yeah, and I I think that's the other thing is, you know, I think overall, not just entertainment, I think there's this weird binge and purge aesthetic that has a lot of, you know, it kind of contributes to the hardships of just everyday life because, me, I have no problem clocking everything, mm-hmm. but there are some people who are like, I don't want to start something because it's like, you know, I either don't know when to or don't want to stop. Like me, I have no problem getting up before work. Most people have a problem getting up before work because they don't want to wait to go to work and they don't want to start something that they don't think they they won't be satisfied if they don't finish it at the point that they want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, which goes to the overconsumption thing. But it also is just a lot of, you know, binge and purge is the way a lot of people live their lives in almost every aspect. And it's just like. Like I'm trying to find that balance and like regiment my day to where it's, you know, the discipline for like, yeah. a, like a smooth day. Yeah. For a smooth day. Cause you know, the stuff you can accomplish if you just take notes, like, Hey, I spent, if I spend this, but you could spend four hours doing something one day that you could accomplish, you know, spending maybe 10 minutes a day, you know, maybe just trimming the fat in your schedule. Cause you know, how much time are you actually spending focused? I don't think I have the, uh, the attention span for something like that to do like 10 minutes of this. You have to, and it's, it's a skill. It really is. I'm not talking about like skill related. Like I, I, like I think I might have ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm getting. My brain's just broken. (laughs) 
Because every time I've tried to do something like that, it's like I'll get five minutes into it and then I'm thinking about other things. You know, I can't focus on stuff really, really well. I think you'd have to try extra hard. It, mm-hmm. it, you'd have to, you know, I think, honestly, I think once the podcast or something like this is full time, I think you'd be able to manage it better because like what you're, what you're enforced, I don't want to say enforced, what you're kind of blocked into mm-hmm. with the regular job life kind of doesn't give you the capacity to handle things in a manner that you would like to because, you know, commute to work, work your entire day, commute home. How do you even you're processing work all day, you know, and that and that's what leads mm. to the whole. I mean, if you're not, I don't, processing, I don't process, you're not processing, I'm work on all autopil- day. <laughs> autopilot while I'm at work. I do. I have to. My brain has to be on at all times at work. Mm. That's why it's a little bit different for me. Like me, it's also. You know, what tempo do you run at? Like that also affects your consumption. Like, like you say, like you need to boot up. Oh, definitely. for a while. Yeah. Before I can start my day, before I can record the, an episode, before I can do anything, I need like hours to turn to, to turn my brain on for the day. I'm literally at 100 within the first 15 minutes of the day. Oh, me. I, I cannot do it. I, I don't know what it is, but my brain just does not does not turn over until a couple hours have passed. But then I'm good for like 36 hours straight. Like I could right. go without <laughs> sleep and just be functioning fine. But. No, those first few hours are hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm usually good right away. But, you know, yeah, I think my consumption is kind of because it's like me doing chores and stuff, too. It's I, I you know, I find myself just regimenting things like oh, I'll do 15 minutes of this. I'll do that. Maybe I'll watch a TV show. Like I used to do this thing where it's like I watch an episode of a TV show. Go work on chores for a little while. Mm-hmm. Watch another one. Go back and forth. Kind of have this. It's almost like a relay race. And I, I found that a lot more productive than just sitting for hours at a time watching a TV show. Mm. Also, you know, if you or dreading things, spending hours doing whatever menial task it is, you know, or, you know, it's funny. Like, I think the only thing that I just don't really care for is getting up for work. Mm. I have no problem doing anything else. Chores. Fine. I'll do them. Yard work. Fine. I'll do it. Do this, that chores, errands done. Go to work. I'm like, I do not want to go. <laughs> it is honestly, it's the answering to somebody else thing that, that I can't wrap my brain around. You know, going showing up on someone else's clock. You know, that's something that I, I'll never no, be I think accustomed the overconsumption to. thing also leads into that because no one can tell you no. Yeah. The only person your ISP can just shut you down if they're like, no, but ah. they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will find a way. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. um, Yeah, I think that's another thing that overconsumption is. is it's, it's your choice. Mm hmm. I'll, I'll watch 15 hours of this TV show because I choose to. Yeah. Even though you could probably watch more TV shows if you just space it out. Like, mm. honestly, realistically, if you just budget it correctly, you could literally watch the entirety of Naruto and One Piece within the year. True. There's somebody who was like, oh, coronavirus, you could watch. You could watch all of One Piece in 33 days or something like that. And I was <laughs> like, or it was like 33 episodes a day or something like that. I was like, so you want everybody to watch 11 hours of One Piece a day? No, that's, that's not including the movies either. There's that 20 movies. <laughs> it just gave me flashbacks to How I Met Your Mother. Like I was watching it just all day through mm-hmm. the night, get up early before work, come home. And it's it's one of the few shows that I've never been disappointed by an episode. And that's why I like it. But yeah, um, I don't know. Is there is there such a thing as underconsumption? Underconsumption, yeah. Um, I would view underconsumption as a uh, 
as a side effect of overconsumption. And insofar as to say that, like, if you overconsume one particular type of media, you're causing underconsumption in other forms. Oh, so, right. Like, that makes sense. Like, let's say gaming addicts. The, uh, everything I say is going to be related to gaming in some way. That's what you spend uh, most your day doing other than the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So a gaming addicts, they they'll they'll spend their whole day playing video games and not consuming anything else or being productive. But the productive thing is a conversation for another day. Um, for example, like I could spend eight hours in a day playing video games, but then that's eight hours that I'm not spending consuming any media that might expand my mind. You know, exploring a new topic like a new new film or a new TV show, or or uh, di- diving into a new artist's discography or something like that. You know. Um, so what I try to do is I try to multitask, you know, if I'm gaming, I'm listening to music or I'm watching a show at the same time. You know, it's like I got two monitors and a TV in one area for a reason. That is, that is sensory <laughs> overload for me. I can't do the multiple, See, can't do the multiple screens all at the same time. What's funny is like I'll watch a TV show. Like right now I'm watching Supernatural. I'm playing a video game, listening to music, and I'm in Discord talking to my friends all at the same time. I, I don't know how but I are balance you, Are you consuming new media all at the same time? It's my friend's playlist. They're queuing up. No, music no, I, I mean, I mean, are you are you consuming things that you you already know? Like, you know, I I I can't watch a TV show I haven't watched yet and do something else. At the same I time. have not watched all of Supernatural. Like, I'm doing currently. I'm doing like a little bit of catch up to refresh myself on where I am. But beyond that, it's all new to me. It's not a show that I kept up with. Oh. So it's a new show. Like, uh, probably the game is either new or something that I've been playing for a while. But it's not something that's like the same repetitive content over and over again. And then obviously it's the conversations with my friends, which are never repeats, but then the music is their music, not mine. So like, I'm taking in all of this at the same time, but, yeah, but it's because I think it. I'm a little ADHD that I think like my you brain need, processes. You, you need these. a strobe light of media. Just I do. Constantly I, I need a strobe light of media. Cause like, I can't focus on one thing, but I can do all of them simultaneously. I don't know. I think right now is a perfect time or just any free time. You have uh somewhat like developing skills as a form mm-hmm. of entertainment. You know, maybe take up a new hobby, take up a new skill, pick up an instrument, you know, maybe teach yourself photography, so the the problem teach with most me. of that is it's expensive. Like the, the the skill that I really want to teach myself, I cannot afford. I want to be I want to be a blacksmith, but I cannot <laughs> afford to start that. <laughs> I want to make metal. Yeah, I suppose. But like, how small? With that particular like, you got. I mean, you start any if, if you really want to do it, start any way you can. I, I guess what I'm going to start doing is. On the other monitor, YouTube videos, tutorials. Yeah, this is, yo, read, read, read books on it. Mm. Watch videos. I mean, information's out there. A quick Google search away. Well, you will learn all sorts of stuff before you can actually apply it. Mm. Honestly, I mean, you're going to start <laughs> you can make some uh, blacksmith prefer not to say merch. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> some decorative swords. PNTS. <laughs> prefer not to say chainmail. <laughs> chainmail suit <laughs> one day that is that is my goal i i was always talking about getting being decked out and prefer not to say merch it's gonna be a suit of fucking armor <laughs> oh man oh boy uh, this topic is so open-ended i feel like mm. we could talk about entertainment consumption for hours yep but unfortunately we don't have that time we have hit the the time for the water break yep so yeah do what we usually do during this time and grab that water and mm-hmm. take a sip Thank you.
We're back. Back at it again. Hope you enjoyed that water. Mm-hmm. So consume. For- <laughs> <laughs> Did you consume water? All right. Consume sounds aggressive when you say it like that. Yeah, I know. That's the point. <laughs> That's why I like it so, so much. So the next topic, which we decided to avoid as the first topic, we're going to talk about food and beverage consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, nutrition. Fun topic. So I mean, it goes without saying there is such. <laughs> There is a like hard set level of underconsumption and underconsumption under and overconsumption. Yeah, yeah. Just it's. I mean, there's there's death and weight gain, so there's definitely yeah. <laughs> obesity, weighing too little, mm-hmm. or just not getting the right amount of you know yeah. vitamins and minerals your body needs. True. Uh, like a, a lot of things, a lot of times people are like, oh, man, I eat plenty. I'm the right size, all this stuff. And they don't really re- recognize that they're malnourished because they're like iron deficient or something like that. Yeah. Or they just don't, you know, that everybody naturally is missing something that you might have to supplement with something else. Mm-hmm. Nobody's nobody's diet is perfectly all inclusive unless you put like a ridiculous amount of work into figuring it out. Right. And it's not even that hard to figure it out. It's just a lot of people don't want to. There's a people who get offended that you suggest they change their eating habits. Yeah, man. It's just potatoes and butter. <laughs> Everything you need. <laughs> potatoes and butter literally goes with anything. Well, I was just saying that like uh, potatoes and butter contains like every every macronutrient you need to like stay alive. But it is it would be an incredibly un unfulfilling and like unhealthy <laughs> lifestyle. I mean, you could eat, you know, potatoes butter <laughs> you eat rice and beans all day but it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be enjoyable mm-hmm. the the sad thing is the most healthy you could eat very healthy for very cheap which is the thing people don't realize it's just it's very boring and bland it's a very boring bland unless you and- unless you have all the enough money to buy enough herbs and spices to you know kick up that flavor yeah for me it's a variety thing you know like it's it's like yeah, healthy food is great, and you can eat the same stuff over and over again, but like, I have to be doing something different every once in a while. I have no problem eating the same thing over and over again. I will say I can eat rice forever. I can That's eat rice forever, rice. but like, I mean, yeah, rice is just <laughs> like rice. fucking We've amazing. We've eating rice a lot lately. We gotta get more rice. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get some jasmine rice. But outside of that, like, I, I gotta at least have some sort of variety. Like, I gotta have something different with the rice. Like, I can eat it for a couple days, or like, maybe even a week, but like, imagining how like, somebody can like subsist off of it for like their entire life no no way in hell what rice no well like any any one particular like meal consistently for a extended period of time that would i'd i'd rather eat a bullet (laughs) (laughs) eat the same thing or eat a bullet Mm -hmm. one's looking a little bit more tasty because it's different (laughs) never had bullet before (laughs) i wonder what that tastes like (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's one thing that a lot of people struggle with is people would rather go broke trying different things than Mm. save money and eat the same thing over and over again. Or, you know, they'd rather even if they have to have a more consistent diet, they're just, you know, they don't want to. Maybe it's a health concern that they need to have a stricter diet, but they don't want to because, no, I eat what I want. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the I only have one life. I'm going to enjoy it mentality. It's like, yeah, you're going to have one life, but like it's going to be shorter than it could be. <laughs> We're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. that. So you kidding me? I have potentially 70 more years to live. I'm trying to max that out. That's 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 something I had to unlearn. But that's like whole that's like part of the whole weight loss thing anyways. But 
Well, the thing people don't realize is you can get to a point where you can eat whatever you want. You just have to be conscious of what you're eating mm. and your your habits go along with that. Like I follow a lot of fitness people and, you know, a lot of them get to the point where they don't even count calories anymore. It's their it's your habits and lifestyle that mm. are really a big factor. You can eat healthy all you want and still be like unhealthy and maybe overweight. You might be overeating healthy food. Well, there isn't the logic. Oh, if you eat more healthy food, you're more healthy. No, no. <laughs> there's there's such a thing as like fat vegans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But that's, that's definitely something that I like learned while I was like on my journey of weight loss, which I mean, I'm not was not was still am is like I kind of developed this habit where where I would like su- I would I would survive off of almost nothing while I'm like awake and at work so that when i got home i could binge safely and then not like gain weight but that's like a habit that i have to break myself out of and develop a more regimented you know little bit here a little bit there are you just like develop an if regiment mm-hmm. you just got to figure out the right time slot that works with your schedule yeah i'm not really one for all those like those uh tactics for like weight loss the intermittent fasting the like keto diet stuff i don't really like any of that because i'm like limiting myself to something i don't like putting that much thought into it you know oh i I mean i don't do it to weight loss i do it Mm -hmm. as more of a regimenting it makes it easier for me i have this specific time i don't have to worry about it any other Mm -hmm. time and it's also it's also just like you know you can hold yourself a little bit more accountable for what you're eating and what time frame you know because like there's certain times where it's like I don't feel great at eating certain times. Like if mm-hmm. I eat certain things in the morning, I'm not going to feel great. If I eat before I go to bed, I'm not going to feel great. So if I get, you know, pick an eight hour slot where I'm just, that's where I'm eating. I can get whatever I need in that time. And then I'm good for the rest of the time. So it's more, it's more just like an accountability thing and just a regiment thing. Just, it's just, it's more so practicing the habit as opposed to, cause I mean, it's, it's not like a lot of these things aren't like the perfect tools for weight loss either. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to you got to do a lot of research. I think it's really it. about figuring out what works for you as an individual. You know, that that whole regimented only eating in an eight hour time slot uh, intermittent fasting thing is what works for you and your schedule. What worked for me is turning it into a numbers game, because like, I mean, I've said this on our earlier episodes when it comes to numbers in like the video game air world, like I become some sort of weird number cruncher and that's like all I'll focus on. So turning it into a numbers thing just by counting calories is what made it it makes it enjoyable for me. You know? Yeah. And I, like think, it's I think it's genuinely a game. I think it's easier for you because it's like, you know, you don't have to be active on a, in your day to day. What do you mean? Like as in counting calories is perfect for weight loss right now because you're not acting. Like if you were like, you know, the calories in calories out, if you were doing fitness, you'd have to be careful and actually like probably double your yeah, consumption. Well, and it's like, cause like how, how much, how active are you at work? Um, or are you just sort of a cog in a machine that's stationary? I mean, it's constant motion, you know, so I'm doing stuff. I've I've done I've done this before a long time ago when I was like regularly lifting weights. It's it's not too crazy. And it's it's I wouldn't say it's double my consumption. I don't have to do that much. If I was trying to like gain muscle mass on top well, of it, I, I, I'm I sure. Think, but. What I mean is like, well, like the variety. Do you have a variety of fitness or do you stick to one thing? Like when I do fitness, I do it all. Weights, cardio. Mine's a all well-rounded fitness mm-hmm. regimen. It's not like I don't focus on a specific thing. My, yeah, that's fair. Generally, I'm just strength training and with a little bit of cardio in there just so my heart don't pop. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's almost like a puzzle you got to put together when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, food. You, know, you also have to be careful. Like, you know, people who eat for comfort. 
Yeah, that's a reason people eat. Oh, it boy, is. that is that is like a dangerous thing that you that you have to unlearn. Eat because it feels good, man. I, I'm feeling kind of empty inside. Time to stuff that with cookies and ice cream. You know, I don't have to have a milkshake every day. Mm-hmm. I remember what was it? David Goggins was telling the story when he was at his fattest. He was like 300 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said he used to spray for cockroaches. And there was a steak and shake. I think he said it was that he would do every night. Mm-hmm. Dude would make him his own like shake for him. It was a large. Take the shake. Stop by 7-Eleven. Grab a bag of mini donuts, like mini chocolate donuts. Oh. He'd pound that before he got home because it was like a 40 minute drive or whatever. He'd go home. Breakfast would be like it would be like oh, I don't remember what it was. It was a bunch of stuff. It was like pancakes, eggs, bacon or something like that. Oh then goodness. he'd have like two or three bowls of cereal Jesus. right after. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Holy he was shit. Telling, he was like, he's just telling this story. That's like mind blowing, though, because like I was 300 pounds and I didn't eat like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but his snack on the way home was a giant milkshake and a bag of mini chocolate donuts. <laughs> That is like, and that's what you're, that's your, that's like your starter. That's like your appetizer before Mm -mm. your massive meal when you got home. No, sir. And then he realized he needed to change and he lost enough weight to become a Navy SEAL. And he's like one of the few black people who became one. And now he's just like shredded. You see before and after picture, his, his head's just round. (laughs) Like it's like, it's like almost like pill shaped. It's like an oval. And then now he's like chiseled. Nice. Nice. It's always good to see people working on themselves. Yeah. Don't eat your feelings, people. It's never Mm -hmm. good. That or uh, the boredom, the overconsumption due to boredom. Oh, you're eating like, because you you're bored? Yeah. You have nothing to do, so you're just like, might as well. It tastes good. You know, it's like, it's the, it's the sensory thing. It's like, you can't, you're not consuming anything else. You know, you're not consuming media. You're not interacting with people. You're just kind of existing. So you're like, you're, like you're, you, you, food. you reach out for like literally anything that's outside of just existing. And it, it's, <laughs> food's just easy. Yeah, just, that was a big problem for me. But just eating because bo- you're bored. Eating because I was bored. Yeah. You know, like there were times where I'd be like, man, there's nothing to do. I'm bored of the games I'm playing. All my friends are busy. I'm not at work. There's no TV shows I want to watch. Like, I'm going to pop on <laughs> down have, to the corner store have, real quick. You, know, you have <laughs> options that you're just like, nah, I'll just go get some food. <laughs> let, me, let me go grab this little snack and then I'll think about what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem for a oh, while. Oh, man. We need to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patreon excuse me, prefer not to say health club. <laughs> we just give you the facts of being healthy and mm-hmm. nutritious. Yeah, I know. Because how how much weight have you lost now? Have you hit forty yet? Aren't you close to that or something like that? Um, I I have hit a little bit of a. Uh, I don't want to say a plateau, but I've slowed for a little bit because I'm like teaching myself a little bit about um like maintaining for when i'm smaller you know like i i I maintained a specific calorie count while i was uh for like my daily consumption and it helped me plummet my fucking weight quite a bit but now i'm trying to teach myself a little bit of discipline before i go even smaller because i know like once i get down to the size i want to be my daily caloric intake has to maintain at a much smaller rate than what it what it used to be and and you'll also have to phase in some sort of fitness mm -hmm. to kind of to to increase my general well-being yeah I mean, you know, you you get you you get healthy in the gym, but you lose weight in the kitchen. You know, is that whole statement? Yeah, because like, like no amount of work can outdo a bad. Yeah, diet, I've been but, do, I've been doing horrible at the fitness yeah, thing, like but, I originally intended. But that's because we got a podcast. To answer your question, it is I'm I'm so fucking close. I'm thirty nine pounds. Oh, thirty nine. Thirty nine. You you almost hit my initial goal for the year that yeah. I still have yet to even 
crack because yeah well i can't even go to the gym now because they're closed yeah all of them that's you know, the, the worst podcast part. gym clothes you know i mean I've, i haven't been eating terrible i mean i maintain a consistent weight which is good mm-hmm. some people aren't that fortunate but uh no because i got a fancy scale i've been waiting to break up but i want to get like really into it because i got one of those scales that like you know a, a, a food scale no no, no like oh, a body okay. scale like oh, okay. it, like it's the kind of it takes like you know fat muscle like it has like all the metrics yeah so I, bought, I bought one of those forever ago because i got some crazy sale on it i was like oh i got the i got the real scale yeah i'm waiting to break that out till i like really can dive into it that would be interesting to look at you know i've always been like curious about like doing the whole i mean this would be like crazy expensive but they have the whole like sub- submerging yourself in water and taking all these measurements to get your like exact measurements oh like, go, go hit one of those doctors up like hey, let's yeah. do the dunk <laughs> let's do the dunk i want to know what the fuck's going on but yeah <laughs> but yeah 39 pounds down wow 39 pounds down. i mean it does it sounds like a lot like any normal person's gonna be like what fucking 40 pounds that's like crazy that's like a third of my weight and i'm like not even yeah well i was <laughs> I, I, I was double your weight so mm. yeah <laughs> yeah you know, i still think it's kind of sad you'll post about that get more likes and then you post about the podcast and just no likes i mean i guess i don't know i don't know what that is <laughs> I just thought it's it's also uh <laughs> it's almost like motherfuckers need to check out that last episode <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> supporting people <laughs> but yeah. no i mean people have no problem supporting weight loss mm-hmm. like yeah just all these people out of nowhere will like that status. Like, I mean, talk to you forever. <laughs> I'm going to cr- create some sort of like a uh, feature where you can't like my shit unless it's <laughs> through that. <laughs> unless it's the podcast. <laughs> you have to watch an episode of the podcast in order to like my statuses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but for real though. Yeah. That is a good form of underconsumption. Yeah. Losing weight. Yeah. I mean, you're like monitoring you know, a constant constant consumption mm-hmm. a, a good constant not a bad constant i mean you know you also have to be careful do not don't fall prey to herd mentality when it comes to eating when, mm-hmm. when you have friends who just want to go out all the time like I've, I've known people throughout the years who just like would eat breakfast lunch and dinner fast food and I'm like how one how can you afford that too don't you just get sick of that mm-hmm. the the thing that uh when it comes to the herd mentality the thing that i have to avoid is like Especially at work when we have like potlucks and stuff, you know, that's literally the entire staff around me is enjoying all this this delicious, crazy food. And they're like indulging and having like these massive plates. And I'm just like, I'm just going to stick to what I got over here. It is so hard. It is so hard. They're like, yo, but there's free burgers and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's like I'll eat six of them. Keep them away from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like outside influences. Outside influence is a big factor when it comes to consumption in general. Like, you know, it, it always seems like everyone wants to suggest going out all at different times. This person's like, hey, let's go out to eat mm-hmm. another day. Someone else is like, hey, let's go out to eat. No, my wallet doesn't agree with that. There was a period of time when me and my friends, we were hanging out. It was like if we were, we were bored, we just hit each other up. Like, hey, man, you're looking for something to do? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I could do something. I'm hey, want to go bored. to Denny's? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it was like, yeah, let's go grab some food. It's like. Yeah, it was fun to be around my friends and shit, but like, did we really have to go somewhere to eat food? Like, I don't regret the times that we did that because, you know, it was still a fun experience, but like, we should have thought of something better than just going and eating food. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or or maybe pick up some food that's cheaper. Yeah, or just better. You know, like, oh, hey, let's check out this new, uh, this new, uh, vegan friendly, low calorie stuff at this one place that I know. Yeah, our friends wouldn't have wanted to do that back in the day. No. We wouldn't have wanted to do that back in the day. Hell no. I was basically a carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's, you know, I think that the big thing about when it comes to food and beverages, educate yourself mm-hmm. constantly. I think what helps me, I mean, obviously learning more about like food in general and like how it, how it impacts your health and how it impacts like your mental health. Like you were telling me about this a long time ago, but what really helps me is like, you know, they say variety is the spice of life, you know? For me, when I'm like, man, I really want to try this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing, it's like I got to fit it all into my diet, you know? So it's like it helps me. It helps me restrain myself. Yeah, it's like I can only have a little bit of this thing I want to try because I also want to try these other these 10 other things, you know? But that's yeah. just what works for I me. I mean, I think the one thing I hate is people who have the opinion like variety is fine, but the people who are just like <laughs> who bash on people who don't like get out of their comfort zone they're like i don't remember i saw this one thing it was uh i can't even remember it said but it was just you know talking about people who's like i can't stand people who aren't willing to try something new it's like i can't stand grown-ass adults who are wor- worried about what other adults consume mm-hmm. mind your business and move on i feel you on that like as much as i like i preach the like, whole try something new as uh, much go as drink i bleach as, as much as i preach the whole like i gotta try a lot of a lot of these other different things type stuff i absolutely without a doubt will never consume seafood i just you're, can't you're fucking do it. it you know so i feel you on that one people are like i like uh, i have a, i have a friend group that's always like let's go get sushi and i'm like nope <laughs> i'm not going uh, but yeah i feel you on that people are trying to force you to try things that you already know you're but not also into. it's like look just because you want to spend all your money and be broke all the time because you want to try new things look stick to basics that's, there's nothing wrong with having a constant diet. Mm-hmm. You know, also, uh, oh, you probably can do uh, drinking your calories. Oh, my goodness. Minimize that or eliminate yeah. it if you can. It's like that's 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 about like educating yourself on um on like what you're consuming. You know, a lot of people will drink soda for going north and not really realize what impact it has. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, you know. I've been having soda a little bit more than I probably should lately, but it's it's not as bad as some people. It's like, you know, I'll have something like maybe every other day or every few days or something. And it's never a two liter. Dude, there was a time where I could pound a two liter a day and that was just normal. Yeah, there was, there was a time where I used to pound Fago two liters a day back in like high school. I had no problem eating a week like, oh, get another two liter of Red Pop. Honestly. Oh man, it's only like a dollar and a half. Of course I'm buying this. There's just too much water around me to drink anything else mm. that consistently. I mean, at work, we got water cooler. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of jugs of it. Just fill. I remember when we first started at the because when they when we moved our warehouse to the other building, so production and the warehouse could be in the same building. It was me, Ethan and a former coworker who used to work there. And we cleared out the water in a couple of days. And they're like, talking about water. What? Like, what happened to all the water? We drank it. And then we, we were just looking at everybody like, do you guys not hydrate yourself? And there was somebody who was literally like they had this like 32 ounce bottle water bottle or something that they said they go through maybe every two days. And I was like, what? We need to drink like a gallon a day. What do you mean? They had to up the order from the water company just to compensate for us. It's like, wait a minute. We have staff that actually hydrate. Holy shit. It's like, yeah. And there, there were three times the amount of people in the building. At least. There was three of us versus like ten other people, it looked, and we it drank more like water. A really good filter for like the tap water, you know. I think that'd just be more efficient in my from my point of view. But it 
it's another like industrial building. Oh, okay. It's it's an indu- it's an industrial building and warehouse. Gotcha. Like it's been around forever. Gotcha. I don't know how easy it would be to do that. Definitely not. You know, it's more so. I mean, I mean, they're getting ready to do construction there to add a, another level so mm-hmm. we can move everybody else into the building. So, yeah, yeah, it's just easier to just get the nice clean water. I mean, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's that much. And it was mostly, they just had to up it because of us, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was just amazing. It was like a crew that's like three to four times our size. Wasn't drinking more water than us. (laughs) It just blew my mind. Like, God, drink some water guys. You know, it's here. It's it's like like those people who are just like, Oh, they don't like water because it doesn't have any flavor. It's like, you just can't. Water has a flavor. I don't care what anybody (laughs) says. Water has a flavor. There are many flavors to water and some of them aren't good. That's how you know someone doesn't genuinely drink a lot of water when they're like, water has no flavor. It's like, first off, water has a multitude of flavors. (laughs) Uh, Every brand name is its own flavor. If you did not know, some are superior to others. People don't appreciate water enough. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You, you need to take a break from other things to really appreciate like, oh, man, this water is delicious. Mm, like, I don't really fuck with soda anymore like at all because it's either it's either um, I am ashamed to admit this, but I will admit it because I'm an open book. But I consume energy drinks still not not like uh, I don't consume energy drinks with calories in them. I, just, I, I consume them really bad for you. Zero calorie probably has some fucked up chemical. I in mean, it. You, you're not at the step <laughs> of kicking caffeine yet. Yeah. That's you have to be careful with that one anyway. You know, like I, like if I get stuff, it doesn't contain caffeine. It's just sugar water. Yeah. But even then, it's you know I, I'm not drinking an overabundance. I've I've pushed calories out of my liquid diet. I can say that for sure. So it's a, it's caffeine and and water, and that's it. That's pretty much all I consume. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna aside know, from you know like alcohol every once in a while. I'll, but, I'll probably go back to the only water thing. I just gotta not buy it. That's all you have to do. If you just don't buy it, you won't drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that goes. It's sugar addiction. That's really the thing that we're getting at. You know, you gotta be careful. There's no sugars in the stuff I drink. No, I know. But I'm saying like well, for other people, oh, that's yeah. good. If you're not consuming sugars and beverages, <laughs> then you're really you're really doing a good job. Yeah. That was easier to kick than I thought it would be. It's not hard. You just gotta. It's really not hard, honestly. Me, it's like I could. There's one year I went a year. Oh, I take the back. I did have sugary drinks, but it's like I've gone a year without soda before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could kick it completely. I think it's what it is. If I really want juices, I just got to start consuming more fruit. Or, yeah. things, or things to supplement those those kind of cravings. You know, there's a whole science behind the, you know, the addictive properties and a lot of the processed things we consume. But that's that's an entire topic for another episode. Yeah. Uh, Patreon exclusive. We're just breaking down <laughs> <laughs> nutrition. You get 30 minutes here and then on Patreon you get two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe seven. We'll just do an entire we'll do an entire 24 hour live stream. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and also, you know, that stuff messes with your brain in not good ways. Like, I've, you know, I actually looked more into it because I keep trying to educate myself more on the whole thing, you know, the gut health in relation to mental health. And it's, um, it's in relation to things that cause microbials to develop in your gut. So, Mm -hmm. like, these little bugs that parasites that aren't good for you. You know, when they say you are what you eat, it's almost like you feel what you eat. Yeah, I I can feel that. You I mean, like garbage. You're after gonna... that Kit Kat episode, man, I definitely felt that. <laughs> I, I I was I was starting to feel until I ate something else, and then yeah. it was like, okay, there was something to balance it out because oh, dude, all those all that yeah. chocolate. I think it was that I didn't want to eat too much of anything else, obviously because of my like caloric limit. But 
when but- I ate all that all that chocolate, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Ariel had hit me up later in the day, and he's like, yeah, man, me and Dre were talking. I was like, our stomachs hurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought about bringing some of those up here for this episode, but I was like, nah, I'll just leave mm. them in the refrigerator. We'll, we'll eat them another time. <laughs> I don't want any chocolate today. There's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> It, it didn't help. It was like all the flavors too. It was like not only chocolate, but it just all these different flavors. I mean, you were already you had to eat, eat million strawberry flavors. So <laughs> that hurt on a personal level. That hurt. Like I felt like the Kit Kat company betrayed me. <laughs> you know, I know I'm, I'm pretty good about like candy consumption. I don't eat candy all day like I used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think if I eat something consistent, it's like salty snacks. Yeah, that's that's definitely my uh, my Achilles heel. That's something my, I'm trying to minimize. That mm-hmm. hot Cheetos is hard to kick those. Yeah. That's why if I see the baked anywhere, I'm like, all right, I'll get those. Those are yeah. at least a little bit healthier, <laughs> a little bit better. But damn, dude, hot Cheetos. <laughs> Talk about an addiction. God damn. Eating that since forever. I don't remember a time not eating hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I, as, as far as I can remember back into my youth, like pre 10, I was eating hot Cheetos. Yeah, it was just normal everyday life. <laughs> Or just yeah. some sort of chips. Salty snacks. They're crippling, dude. It's like someone will be like, oh, here's a cookie or here's some like sugary stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I can pass very easily. Somebody's like, hey, you want a few chips? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely yeah. do. You know, sweets, I have my limits. Salty snacks, I'll eat all day. Mm-hmm. Give me a couple tubes of Pringles. They're gone. Honestly, that, that could be like my whole my whole thing for the day. Like I, I do that plenty, plenty often, you know, like I eat fairly, fairly well, you know, like meat, rice. Uh, some uh, some stuff at work but like when i get out of work it's just like fucking let me grab a bag of chips that's a it's a defined amount of calories that i can round out my day with but i generally opt for the the uh, healthier stuff like the baked stuff or like the the the, the veggie chips or stuff like that uh, I'm, I'm i'm trying to get into i want to come up with a system for like extreme like meal planning so where we can just like get it to where we have like just like just boxes of food. You know what I need? Go. I need uh, this would like this would completely change the way I consume food. I need a, a healthy, crunchy alternative, you know, because that is a big thing for me is texture. texture what I'm eating. Yeah, that's like half the reason I eat salty snacks because they're crunchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have, yeah you ever seen, have you ever seen me like make a burger? I cover that thing in lettuce just for the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just put chips on the burger. I used to do that. Or you but toast the like bun. Just too much. That I I do like toasted buns as well. But yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the texture. Crunch. It's the crunch. I need the crunch. Oh, if only you could just make the burger crunchy itself, but still not be charred. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think I would enjoy crunchy beef. Well, <laughs> beef that that it's the texture of a of a butterfinger. Uh, yes. <laughs> or, like, or or a Kit Kat. <laughs> just that. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, cool. where New was the burger concepts. flavored Kit Kat? <laughs> they might have it. They had a. We didn't get any. Uh, oh, we didn't have the sweet potato flavored one. Oh, I was actually excited. Or that. Uh, what was it? The college tater one that mm-hmm. I. It wasn't in our pack, but I still want to find. I wish it. it was burger flavored Kit Kat. That would be amazing. Yeah. Pause for dramatic effect. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> but yeah, you know, overconsumption, underconsumption, variety of consumption. It's these are a lot of concepts that apply like very generally and can be like layered into. But at the end of the day, man, 
I think under under consumption isn't really you, a problem you, unless it's like a mental like you know like food disorders. Mm. I don't really really talk about under consumption much because no overconsumption is a problem because it's America. Under under consumption is more of like a uh, like a, a health concern at the medical level, and that's something I kind of want to avoid. So I'm not trying to give anybody any any advice that is in that situation and then have them complicate their health any further. Yeah. You know? Also, uh, when it comes to food beverages, avoid any and all propaganda. Mm. Avoid. Avoid the documentaries that are out there. Mm-hmm. Just avoid them. Like even even if they might even if there might be some information usual, just avoid. Them. Like Super Size Me, I hate that documentary. I survived on all this food for like a month. It's like yeah, but you felt like shit. This is well, what it was was uh, well, one his his girlfriend and him were practicing a, a vegan diet at mm-hmm. the time. You're gonna switch to McDonald's, of course you're gonna feel like garbage. You know they had a person on there who said he used to eat nine Big Macs a day and his cholesterol was never above one forty. I feel like that was a blatant lie. No, he said he he he, could, he, he said he goes to the doctor and his body can just he doesn't do that now. It was when he was younger, but he said his mm. body just could he got used to it too. So like that guy who eats a Big Mac a day or whatever, or I think it was Whopper, that dude. Was, really? God damn! Because as far as I could tell, it wasn't it wasn't eating nine a day. It was just he was eating. No, no, every he was saying he day. used to eat nine a oh, day. Okay. He 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 said he eats Big Macs every day, but he he used to when he was younger, and he said he doesn't do it now. But he said, yeah, he eats Big Macs every day, and it you know his cholesterol wasn't above well, a certain point. <laughs> when you're younger, your body's a lot more resilient. You can just handle much much more punishment in general, but. But that is yeah, just, but that yeah, or or that or, or that new documentary that was going on, what the health? Mm-hmm. Which there was, it was this, you know, it was vegan propaganda, and everybody was watching it. Like, man, I got to change my diet. The first thing this dude says is he's a hypochondriac in the documentary. <laughs> that the dude you really want to listen to? No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, but that that goes into you know a topic that we're gonna dive into in the next segment. But it's about educating yourself, you know, and what what you're choosing to to educate yourself with. Also, if you yeah, if you're yeah, it's it's really all choice, you know. Mm. Don't because people often pander to themselves. They'll find something that oh, this kind of aligns with Any, what I already do. I'll justify your, to it. your it's the, like those notions. articles the 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 benefits of being obese. And I just look at it like I'm sorry, who wrote this article? Somebody who's really big. <laughs> <laughs> I, there are no benefits. What do you mean? <laughs> As someone who was, no. <laughs> I mean, you, you you could have been bigger. I could have been bigger. I could have been on my six hundred pound life. Oh man, that's a scary show. Mm-mm. The worst part is, is it, who's okay with having someone film them like that? I, dude, I don't like. I don't. I don't. I, I'm big. Like I, even with the weight loss, I don't like going to beaches and stuff. Like, no, I'm not trying to be filmed. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> go to the beach thing. or you don't <laughs> i know you don't like going to um uh the gym until you're smaller it's yeah it's intimidating because everybody's just even at planet it's, fitness everyone's just shredded it's not so much the intimidating thing because like i see people who are shredded and i and i like i don't look look it but i'm like ridiculously strong and i can i guarantee i can lift at their level you know, but it's it's not the intimidation. It's the I don't like the people staring at me like as much as people are like as much as people try to be like, oh, no, in the gym, dude, we're all about progress. And if you're in here, man, I'm proud of you. I'm like, I don't want your attention, period. <laughs> Leave me alone. Because yeah, like you're looking at me like I'm different. You know, I, I need to be I need to be ignored like all the normal people in here. You know, so that that's my thing about not going to the gym. I don't like the attention. People just fucking look at me and I'm just like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't <laughs> there's also the thing where it's like some people who don't like going to buffets 
Mm-hmm. They don't like the attention because, <laughs> you know, you eat a certain amount. People would be like, who is this dude? Honestly, <laughs> you go to a Chinese restaurant or a Chinese buffet, you know, you get that first plate and you're like, all right, you get up for the second one. People kind of look at you weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Chinese food. That's another one you got to be mm-hmm. careful with. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's about that time for another water break. Mm-hmm. Water break part two. Yeah. So grab those waters again. You will never be satisfied <laughs> when it comes to water. You will continuously drink it. We're back for part three mm-hmm. of you know telling you what and what not to consume. Surprise! There's a part three. <laughs> there is a part three. We decided this season we should extend the episodes a bit because there's just so much information and so many things to talk about. It's built-in bonus content. Yeah, I mean, this season is really going to be a lot more thought out and a lot more detailed. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, we'll get into part three, which is you know information consumption a mm, little bit of fy information because since the inception of the internet there is a cavalcade of all sorts of information mm, of and a, knowledge I, I like to say the uh the entire uh recorded history of mankind is is available in your pocket yeah that's yeah, so when the smartphone came out mm, and you could google all knowledge is in your pocket. Anything you need to know. I mean, I, I, there are some things, you know, that aren't available, but that's more like on a personal level. You know, like, what did this person do at this exact time? Or like, what was this person's exact lifestyle? Like that type of stuff. Sure. But right. The government does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want that information, you need to be a Fed. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if any Feds are listening to our podcast through our phones. <laughs> if they do, if 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 my dedicated federal agent is listening to me through my phone, why don't you just listen to the podcast and support an artist? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. God, just oh, go on man. Spotify. It's easier. I love those memes. You're looking at something. My FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, it's just and it's just growing. Mm-hmm. Constantly. There's just new information. I mean, with history just being recorded all the time. Social media is really where it kind of was like the bittersweet moment. Like, man, everything's so connected and all this information. And then the downside, like, oh, man, everybody can be in each other's business. Everybody can simultaneously. Everybody can hear about all the terrible shit that's happening in the world. Really, it really brought us all closer, but not necessarily in a good way. In a day, you know, in a time where you'd almost rather get jumped by like a small gang than get jumped on by an entire like (laughs) fan base populace on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You say you one, say one dumb thing on Twitter, it's everywhere, and everyone's attacking you. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing, uh, did you see with trapped? No, but I've been seeing all the memes about it. <laughs> I've, I've read a little I've, bit. I've been seeing it. all the memes, and I'm like, what did they do? What's going on? Oh, they're be- they're being dumb, and you know, I mean, my uh, the favorite thing, one thing that came out of that that I really like, I don't know, made me interested, and I'm probably going to look into it more. Is that uh. Somebody was talking about all the bullshit that's happening around Trapped, and somebody was like, well, 
They did say that they could take on anyone. Yeah. <laughs> a, a bunch of bands, because they're, they're basically being, like, racist and, like, you know. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, no, they're all about, like, you know, blaming the Chinese. They're talking about, like, you know, people, you know, victim complexes. There's just a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of band, people from bands were ripping on them, and they're, like, fighting back. And my favorite was Atelian from Dance Gavin Dance. Mm-hmm. Like like comment on him and then they were talking about how it's like oh your band is as successful as ours he's like if you look at these numbers we just like smoke you guys in every category he's like we got 130 million streams last year he's like it must be nice being in a band where people only know one song and after that song they're finished with you <laughs> and just and i'm paraphrasing but there's just all these bands going after him and it's like dude <laughs> you guys need to stop can we Rest cancel traps peace Rest in peace. And they're they're always into something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's that's another thing with information. Be careful. Be careful how you comment on current events because mm-hmm. you could have the wrong information or not enough information. I mean, there's good things. You know, the amount of documentaries that pop up on Netflix. It's like, cool. Lots of information out there. There's some cool stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And then there's just the side of it where maybe there's a little bit too much information. I know there's a there's there's a lot of people saying it's hard to can we really feel bad for anything like and a, a, something bad happens and then something terrible happens the next day or something worse happens a week later. Mm. We don't have enough time to process all these bad events. It's like, you know, we're almost desensitized. Yeah. To, you know, De- we've been desensitized to calamity. And so we can't like we can't we can't properly. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? We can't properly approach any of these bad situations. And shame on you if you're not on, up on every terrible thing that's happened. Honestly, that is that is one thing I hate about social media. You know? I don't suffer from FOMO, so I'm good. FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh. Constantly having to be plugged in in the know or just anything. You know, I bleeding heart individuals mm. annoy me the most. Like, look, you don't need to don't depress yourself because you feel like you have to show empathy for every single thing. You know, there's this one, there was a song, I was reading something, someone was saying that like, oh, so, like some people said that's a gift. No, that's a curse. Honestly, to be tapped into everything, everyone else's emotions. No, thanks. Also, it's like, you know, we've had a, we've hit an age where I can say there's true toxic empathy where it's like, you know, you're em- empathetic, but it's almost a negative because like your attitude towards it. Mm. I don't know. I, I know. I just see it all the time. Like, look, why does everybody like to be sad? Why do you torture yourself by seeing all these terrible things? But, you know, there's nothing in the news that's good because good things aren't news. True. But that's 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 part of choosing your information source. You know, you can you could very easily just like tune out all these ones that are just all about the bad and the negative and find a source that's about the positive. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, that you don't have to go digging. Oh, that's what I mean. Like you can you can find positive things all day. But whatever what's in the mainstream isn't like good things aren't news. They're going to show you the bad things because that's what people respond to. Most people don't care about good things that happen. They just want to see the drama. It's like, you know, car crash. Do you not slow down and look to see what happened? I do. I look to see to make sure nobody's like in need. But generally, generally, I don't rubberneck too hard. I look at the car crash. I'm like, is anybody dead? I mean, no, I'm not pulling over you. anything. Or like, <laughs> you know, breaking out the camera phone. Like, Yeah. But like when I look at stuff like that, it's concern. And then it's just like, all right, either it's being handled, it's being addressed or like it doesn't need to be addressed. And then I'm just moving along. I hate that shit when there's a big ass traffic jam just because somebody is like trying to look at the carnage. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's, you know, I think it's just you know, unproductive information consumption, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm a very big on I don't do things just because. In what sense? Like when, when you when you when you when you talk about that and um, unproductive information consumption. There's no benefit to just consuming information just to have knowledge. Oh, okay. Yep. Just for the specific of you just know things. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to, you know, the people with complexes who just, you know, consuming so many things, they have a bunch of service level knowledge. I I think that's the, that's just the pseudo pseudo intellectuals that do that. You know, they 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 have this widespread information about all these pointless things just so they can bring them up in conversation yeah, and stroke the, their ego. But it's it's because they're becoming the majority though with the internet age. Yeah. You know, like me, it's like, you know, I think, I don't know, maybe it's because I have actual goals in life. A lot of people who do the mindless consumption are people who just have no direction or they don't want to do anything. Just hit it. Just uh, just hit them with the disinterest. And every time I have a conversation and somebody tries to do that pseudo intellectual flex, I'm just like, that's cool. And I walk away. I specifically have objective conversations mm-hmm. because it drives them nuts. <laughs> people who are uncomfortable when they can't give their can't force their opinion is the best thing in the world. And it's like, it goes that other thing. Everybody always having to have an opinion. Yeah. I, I don't really have much to say about that. Everybody has an opinion, you know, but. Are people getting butt hurt over things that have nothing to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of that sometimes, but not not in a not in a sense like uh, something bad happened to somebody else and I'm butt hurt over it. It's like somebody something bad happened to somebody in my specific like category i want to say you know like anytime i see like the working class getting fucked over i'm i'm getting butthurt over it but that's just because i empathize with people at that level you know yeah i don't know i i hate seeing stuff i, I hate how i hate how widespread it gets because a lot of people who share it aren't doing anything it's like oh get out of the working class get over it well i that's, mean i, I, mean, I, I know not it's really not, an it's not, option it's not always an option but it's it's always it, I see it from people who have other options. Like who? Like I'm not trying to I'm not I'm trying not, to, I'm not I'm not trying to bait on no. <laughs> any anybody who has any any sort of anything they can take advantage of to become more profitable than their day to day life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have potential and they're just like constantly. Yeah, we're never going to get to a point where we're taken care of by the people, the powers that be. It's. You know, are there people in positions where it's like they can't do more? Yes. Those are the people I'm seeing share that. Oh, okay. It's All like, right. that's, I'm, that's I'm, I'm not sharing how terrible the 1% is because I plan on being in the 1%. <laughs> Good luck. That's all I got to say. I mean, about maybe not that. the one percent. Maybe the maybe the step down. Maybe the, maybe the ten percent. <laughs> I don't. Know, I, I think it's just like being angry about things you can't control yourself is just bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's things suck. Are there ways? Are there other approaches we can take? Yes, but constantly sharing memes or posts about how terrible rich people are, or how terrible corporations are. It's like, was that going to really change anything? They entertain me. <laughs> well, that's and, and I'm feeling I, a little bit of tag team. You know what? No, I mean, I'm gonna well, say that, it. Well, that's the well, thing is, is that is that is that a good form of entertainment though? Yeah, I, I genuinely it, I, feel I mean, it is. I mean, as I mean, does it? I'm speaking in terms of not just as an individual, but the effects it could have on because someone else could be interpreting it differently. Oh, 
that's that sucks. They shouldn't use me as a source of information. Then they should use something better. Or, or it's like it's entertainment for you, and then someone else is just feeling bad because it's like they, you know they're like, oh, wow, my life is really shit. I'm seeing constant constant th- articles and reasons why it is garbage. Mm-hmm. But that comes down to the choice, you know. I say the same thing that I say. Like my social media is purely for entertainment. I I tell that to everybody. I post about it regularly. I think like, it's, if you're looking it, at this and you're taking it, shit seriously, it also it also goes to these, that's like, a problem. If you spend less time on social media, maybe you'll be able to get out of your situation. That is a good point to make. Like my my social media is literally only for the things I'm trying to do. Oh, <laughs> well, it's it's the purpose, you know. It's the purpose of the consumption, you know. It's uh, you you use it for the things that you're trying to do, promote your uh, your music, the the things you're working on. I use it to either entertain myself or entertain others. I see it as a as a a platform for comedy. That's how I use it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a comedy guy, so oh. <laughs> that that is that that is the last thing on my list that I'll consume on a regular basis. Back to the entertainment thing. That actually that was the thing I forgot to bring up is I can't stand people who only consume comedy. Yeah. It's it's a bit much. I I it's the variety. It was right back to the varieties. Like there's comedy sure, but there's also like horror, there's also thriller suspense, there's also like thought-provoking stuff. There's there's just too much out there to like pigeonhole yourself to one one concept also i mean worrying constantly about like like the class war and economics couldn't you be spending that time learning something else maybe it's just something that they're genuinely interested in but that's the thing the people who are genuinely interested in aren't doing anything about it <laughs> that's my problem with it it's all these people who are just like so hardcore about this stuff but it's like what are you doing what are you doing about it are you trying to start something with this or are you just trying to complain and be a talking head are you running for political positions? No, I'm the wall. That's kind of gated, but I'm not. I'm not trying to defend anybody. But if it, it's maybe there's doing something behind the scenes that you're unaware of, you know, you only have like the surface level information on what's going on with them. Yeah, but these are people I know personally, and I know they're not doing anything. <laughs> That's the people I'm talking about. If you but feel offended, you, I'm sorry. Do you know everything about what they're doing, though? That's my question. Everything about their doing? About what they're doing. Like, uh, I can look at their Facebook history and tell you exactly what they're doing. That's their Facebook history. Like, yeah, but, have you had this this conversation that we're having? Have you had that conversation with them? No, but it. But I, I'm saying when I say their Facebook history, when I see posts every five minutes from that person, I know they're not doing anything. <laughs> okay. But, but at the same time, it's like all, all that talk online, you're not talking about what you're doing? Shouldn't you be an example and display what you're doing? Yeah, they could. They could. Maybe they should, but I can't control them. I can't I can't I can't guide their life to that level. Exactly. Well, they try <laughs> to control people with memes. <laughs> I can't help but feel like this conversation is about me. Like it's I know not, it's not. It's I know not. it's not. <laughs> so that's the that's the other thing. It's like, you know, people who take offense to things that isn't directly about God. them. Oh my it's just because I relate to it. It's just because something that I do regularly. I don't know. It's part it's part of the downside of using that plat- platform for comedy. And like I need like, to take my own advice and not take it seriously. Information is bad yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like that. It definitely do be like it. Do. I think it's it's just the current times is like people, it's like they spend so much time on en- energy on something, it's like, look, you can't physically control all these things. Mm-hmm. So what what else could you be doing to control your situation? If every, if each individual person controlled their own situation, we'd be in a different place. 
True. Big big facts. Big facts right there. You know, I've, I've, it's, also, it's also it's like it's amazing how people are so resistant to good information because they just don't want to hear it. Mm. They all it's, that blows they, my mind. They don't want to hear that there are options for for the people that do have options. They don't want to hear that there are options. But I don't know. It's it's they need to have a better source of information. They need to have somebody like they, not somebody. They need to have a source of information that that can like relay this information in a way that is non threatening to their psyche, so that they don't push it out. You know. I said current events just it shouldn't be your primary. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. That shouldn't be the primary dialogue with which you, you just exist. There's so many people who are just like all about current events. Like, dog, pick up a book on something else. That's why generally I'm only concerned with like what I'm doing in my own thing. You know, like sure, all this shit's going on and 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 it's bad. But like, how does it affect me? That's that's I I try to it's part of being the face you know being the surface level uh the surface level thing when i consume stuff it's like i could dig deep and reach out and figure out all these terrible things that are happening but i'm like does it impact me no all right well i'm gonna kind of like retract my view on it and keep it like right around here in this area where i'm trying to fuck with yeah but but it also works with the faceless too i can Mm. deep dive and dig to see how do i avoid all this and (laughs) come out on top it's like It's, it's two different strategies to approach the same goal that's that's what it sounds like. In other words, we're destined for success regardless of what happens. It's it's just going to be a, a two two weird interconnected different journeys though. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's just a reaction to information too. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it's like it's like I know this isn't about me, but I can't help but feel a certain way. It's like man, there are some people who can't turn that off. Mm-hmm. It's like constantly being triggered. I think it's just because it's hot in here and I'm getting a little irritable, not irritable <laughs> in a way that like it's going to represent, but like it's I'm, not as hot I'm as it physically is. uncomfortable because I chose to wear a sweater. <laughs> it's like when Ethan chose to wear a coat. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is fucking with me. Um, I can't stop thinking about it, but like, okay. So the information thing, well, we should talk about uh, headline vultures. Yes. The, the, the term. Oh, man. The, the amount day. of times I see an article where they only read the headline and go off and mm-hmm. everybody who's just like, did you read the article? Yeah. The, <laughs> a lot of times when I see these these uh, these uh, articles being posted on social media. I like to go into the comments and see a little bit of uh, the the flame war that's going on. <laughs> just to see what's going on. <laughs> just because I look for the one person who posted some dumb shit based on their own opinions. And I can like tell that it was based off of the title only. And I'm like, interesting. And then I go and I read the article i i hate people like if you ever come across an article article from the site we got this covered mm-hmm. don't listen to it they it's it's they primarily report on anything that's happening regarding the dc and marvel movies and they're wrong oh my they give so much misinformation that people are just reading the articles and commenting freaking out about things and we're just like no this is not real verify your sources that is a good yeah. point too but I bring that up in in specific to um, there are plenty of sources out there that are their their entertainment their set their satire and people don't well, aren't yeah, aware of this like yeah, the, onion. <laughs> the onion yeah I've seen yeah. people get heated over articles from the onion and I'm like what is wrong with you <laughs> it's, it's like you know if they've never seen it before or know what it is they just like instantly triggered but no there's um there's actually uh two specific instances where it just blew my mind that people didn't actually like dig deep like there was the the rumors that Dragon Ball Super was coming back. 
Mm-hmm. No verifiable actual source. People were like, this was confirmed. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Until it came that, that, That's why Funimation like, and Toei both said, this isn't happening. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Until Akira Toriyama is like, yeah, I'm back. And like, I see a trailer. Then I'll believe it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I would love for it to come back. There are some times, though, where I've where rumors have have uh, come out as true for me. Like the the very first Transformers movie, there was rumors about it two years before it was released. I mean, that's that's fine. I'm talking about people who claim to have insider information like the whole like my favorite thing was the supposed Spider-Man plans. Oh, yeah, that was bad. This whole detailed regiment of what was going to be happening. And then I found the original, the video it came from. Dude only has a thousand subscribers and claims to have insider information. Meanwhile, I'm seeing real news sources being like, this is what's really going on. We just need like uh, another uh, Avengers on set moment to happen. That's my verifiable source. When somebody stole Sam Jackson's script off the set before Avengers came out. Um, that was great. I no, I don't. I don't support things like that. I'm not saying that like it should happen. I'm not supporting well, the, the idea of the theft well, of there, the script. There's, there's there are times where that there is one instance. Um, the script for Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight mm-hmm. landed in the hands of a tabloid who posted the entire screenplay and oh, almost wow. and almost like he almost didn't make the movie because of it. And he was like, "Okay, this like that was going beyond." Okay, so. <laughs> When I say stole the <laughs> Sam Jackson script, there's one excerpt that got out because because of it. That's all. Like it was it was it was confirmation the fact of that someone the, got away with that is impressive that they were. I just, don't think like, they got away with it. I'm pretty I, I, sure. No, it's pretty, I, I mean, the fact that they had actually like like picked it up and was like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't chance that, dude. I'm pretty sure that affected like uh, on set security going forward. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like I'd be. I'm more afraid of Disney than the government. Disney can hire its own private army. Yeah, like I, I would, I would rather fight Secret Service than a security for Disney. I mean, not not necessarily like a security guard, but like when it comes somebody. to like, if if Disney's like we hired somebody to come after you, I I'd, I'd be like fuck, I start committing crimes to get arrested. <laughs> like I'd do anything to get Just away get, from that. Any, get into solitary <laughs> confinement somehow, <laughs> like please. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it's you know, I like to I like to consume information that benefits me rather than makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And most things don't make me sad. I'm just like, oh, that doesn't affect me. Well, like the the purpose of the beneficial information, then, like I like I'm not trying to like deep dive it and be like, well, you need to tell me exactly how it benefits you. I mean, like when I view something as beneficial, I view it as anything that makes me really like feel good. And that's primarily why I consume a lot of stuff that is like uh, entertainment based or I hate to say this, but it's like comedic in nature. Mine isn't emotion based. Mm-hmm. That, I think there's there, there's also that um, you have to deviate from one side or the other. Mine's uh, more of an objective thing. It's I consume a lot of things that progress I don't know what to call it. You progress what I'm doing or progress my position. Further your goals. Yeah. Or, or I'm really big on efficiency, like my day to day life. Okay. Like emotionally, like I, I have a lot more control over my emotions than most humans do, which is like not easy to achieve. Mm-mm. It's, 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 it's very atypical too, but I mean, it's about how you, how you view how you view life in general like you feel you view it as like a necessity you know whereas i'm i'm more of a type to be like emotions are to be embraced to an extent you know but 
Yin and yang. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's more so it's I have better things to do than be in my feelings all day. Hmm. Well, what if? Well, OK, so being your feelings, a phrase, obviously, it, it, it implies the negative feelings. But I'm when I say this, when I say I'm like, oh, I'm trying to be in my feelings. I'm trying to be in my positive feelings. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be sad all day. I'm just trying to have a smile on my face. Crack jokes. Have fun. You know? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I may, maybe I'm more speaking towards people who just like stay sad all day. Don't want to do anything about it. I've been in the darkness. I will never return to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just. I don't know. I for me, the big thing with life is I'm always striving to maximize my potential. OK. That's why I do the things I do. It's like there's more than just existing. There's always been more than just existing. But I, I would almost kind of relate, you know, it, I, maybe it's it goes back. My parents kind of set me up for that. Yeah. You know, my parents are the types that just sort of, you know, they're not at the they don't view themselves at the end of their life just because they had kids. And now they're just, you know, waiting to die <laughs> or retire. That's a very grim way to look at it. That's like, that, that was the style. Back then. Like, you know, you got to think people retired like, you know, early way mm. back in the day. It was like, well, I mean, with the life expectancy as short as it was, mm. you just sort of it, there you was the framework. Kids retire and then just wait. <laughs> Fuck. That's depressing. You know, well, I, I think it's just like I have so many interests, though. Mm-hmm. There's so many things to consume. I, it's like I know people who they have like maybe loose interests, but nothing they're actually really pursuing. So it's like I constantly consume information that relates to certain things or to, even if it doesn't relate, I can take something from it. You know, I, I call it I, I live like, you know, I like to say I live like um, how the, how Paul's Boutique was created. You know, this album that's made of all these crazy samples and references. It's like I do that with everything. It's like I take this from here, take this from here. Oh, the successful person said this. This person did this like I'm I will be the first person to say I do not care how you are as a person. If you got success, however, which way I'm looking at how you did that. Damn, even if the only way they got there was stepping on necks. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Yeah. But because you got to think about it. It's like awareness of the other side makes sense. How do you avoid being like that? I guess it's like, okay, Henry Ford, terrible person. Mm hmm. How he perfected the assembly line to create an empire as fast as he did. I mean, there's a lot of people who credit Hitler for what he did. And he's scum of the earth. But think about it. Dude who came from worse than most of us have had it to what he ended up with. And he took his own life. He pretty much made every single decision (laughs) from success to death. (laughs) I'm not not supporting Hitler. I'm not a sympathizer. Trust me. He's garbage. We should never repeat that ever. But, you know, there's there's so many people who focus on like it is. I'll say it's good to see. It's good to see that um, you you have these these different sources of information just to like bring it back to topic a little bit that that aren't biased. That's that's what that's what I'm seeing here is like you'll you'll see yeah. somebody who's doing it a good way, somebody who's doing it a bad way. And all you're really seeing is uh, a source of information and nothing more. Yeah. Yeah. I've just come across a lot of people who are, I was like, oh, I look at this person. You're like, you know, that person's terrible, right? I'm like, I don't care. That's, that's, I just wanted to say that and like clarify it a little bit because it was coming off a little bit like, yeah, I'll fucking step on next. And I was like, uh, I know that's not what you mean. But. <laughs> I but that's gonna be interpreted that way. <laughs> it's so it's so easy to misinterpret what I like. I mm. I'm I'm very I use very extreme examples mm. on purpose. Like it's like when people will say it's like I'll be like, you know, sleeping in isn't that great for you. It's like, well, I enjoyed it. I'm like, yeah, well, crackheads love crack. That doesn't mean it's good for you. 
That is a great analogy. I'm using that. I'm using that. I'm like, man, I'm having it. a bad day. Hey, it could be worse. Could have lived through the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's dark. I probably just do that just to like put perspective on things like, damn, your problems really aren't that. My problems really aren't that bad compared to some people. Yeah. But no, it, it comes from this thing where it's like, it's easy to take that a little bit. Cause you know, like, like the thing was like, when I look at successful, it's like, are they all, you know, some of them garbage? Yeah. But there's a reason they got there. That has nothing to do with how they treated people. And you debate for another day. Well, no, I, okay. Hold on. Let me clarify that. It's, it's not all just, you know, there is a mechanic to it that is more of perception of a situation than just like, I mean, it, it, could they have gotten there a different way? Probably. It's how they work. It's just stepping on next is what worked for them. I, I don't want to dig too, too deep into that with uh, what little time we have left. We do have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Like I said, this thing, this whole conversation open can be there. expanded upon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe she's like I look at things I look at things so objectively where it's like I don't know. I'm I'm looking at things for more my benefit in progression of myself. You almost look at to, things like a robot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. I look at things like a robot. I think it's just like <laughs> there's certain things it's like I'm not concerned with certain things. And I think it's, and that's where I come from my information. It's like, you know, I'm looking at things, I'm looking at these bits and pieces. How do I improve myself? I'm only concerned with myself and the people around me. The entirety of the world is is behind me right now. When I'm at a place where I can really make a difference, I'll do that. But until then, I'm gonna sit here doing what I do. And then you know, when it comes to that point where I can really make change, I'll do that. It's a good mentality to have. You know, I'm I'm trying to craft I'm trying to craft a hammer slowly that'll like really take people out while people are trying to fight with a spoon and be loud. Plus, I just like <laughs> I think it's also it's like I, I prefer things in textbook format. That's another thing with consumption information. Like if it's not like like I'm more prone to read like textbook style than like. Okay. I don't I really you'd rather you'd rather read a chapter in a book than watch a video. No, it's not that it's it's how the information presented. Like I'm not I don't care about a person's experience with something like the last the last thing I'll do is ask for advice for somebody who's experienced something than just hard facts. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of things you don't see that goes along into someone's explanation. Okay. As far as like circumstance and conveniences they might have had. Like I just need straight. I just need straight hard data. Hence why I like look at the stats on Graftrion, which is the they catalog the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Like you can see like growth stats. You can see all this stuff. I have to look at stuff like that. Like if it's like spreadsheet format or anything like that, I prefer that as opposed to something that's weighed down with a lot of storytelling. A lot of storytelling, a lot of opinion and a leave lot the, of le- possible misinformation. Yeah. Leave the storytelling to the final products. Mm-hmm. Not along the way. I like the, you know. Let me get that. Let me get that book full of numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would, I wish we could enforce like companies to make their books public. No way in hell is that happening. I know, I'd but I know, but I would I'd love it. it. Like, no okay, how do these, how do these metrics really work? Oh man, I don't know if it's my favorite part or the part I don't like. Is just I just come off sounding like a terrible person on this podcast. It's no, you <laughs> you don't come off as a you don't come off as a terrible person. It's it's 
one of the keynotes we wanted to talk about was misinterpretation. You know, you're providing all this information and people may m- misinterpret it in a way that makes it seem like you're a terrible person. But I think that's why that's part of why I'm here is to verify <laughs> like, like, no, it's, it sounds fucked up. It does, but you really have to like see it in the right way. And it's, it's, it's not fucked up. It's, balanced i'll say it's balanced there's there's just i view there's, things differently you know how people say there's a method to my madness well there's there's a, there's a method to this perceived insanity like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good analogy like it, oh that's a t-shirt there's a method to this perceived insanity like so like not not like anything you've said in this episode but like in the conversations we've had outside of like the podcast there's certain things that i've picked up on where i'm like you know taken out of context that could that that'll sound like you're this cold unfeeling monster but it's like i know you well enough to know that, like that's not that's not at all what it is. Oh, it's like when people have to ask you if I just like why I just X everybody out of my life mm. instantly. Even which is which isn't the case. I don't just like cut people just at the drop of a dime. I just I'm very particular on who I surround yeah. myself with. I've I've had that conversation with people. They've been like, "Oh, does James hate me?" I'm like, "No, James just doesn't have you on social media. Like it's not that important." <laughs> like if you don't <laughs> if I if I haven't heard from you directly on mm. your own accord in a certain amount of time, I just don't it's just noise, like oh. filter the noise. I treat I treat my life like I treat my music. You gotta EQ it sometimes. Get certain frequencies out of it. I I don't have anything to add. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think we said enough today. Yeah, it's it's been a long episode. It and is. I am sticky. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody makes mistakes. I'm going to be warm. Nope. This room gets hot. God, it's so fucking so, warm. Yeah, so stay tuned for more. Um, I'll probably say something that might offend you again. Mm. No, I don't know. A lot of a lot of the other episodes aren't really that. No, they're not that subjective. We have a lot of like information heavy episodes coming mm-hmm. and some interviews that we're trying to. We got to figure out how to schedule. Them you can, you can tell that you're very passionate about the topics of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I don't encourage being like me. Don't think, don't think like me. We don't need more of me. Please <laughs> avoid that at all costs. One of me is enough. One is definitely enough. If, yeah, if we, there's more than it, it, it destroys the uniqueness of it. Like you, you're uniquely James. Yes. yes. I'm uniquely me as you are uniquely you. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of. Uh, yeah, the rest of the episodes are a lot of them are, are information heavy. Uh, there's a couple other fun ones that we're not going to spoil right now, but I think you'll enjoy those. Got to figure out what to do about interviews because this whole virus thing. It's keeping everybody at arm's length. Yeah. And we'd, we'd rather people be safe than mm-hmm. sorry. So. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure to follow us on social media. We get we, we get a little bit more responses. You know, we got some people, you know, these sharing stickers that we've we've mm-hmm. you know passed out got people inquiring about those stickers and <laughs> inquiring about merch which we we've got to figure out but again big props to my man josh i appreciate you being that source of information for your friends letting them know yeah anybody who's telling about the podcast yo we, we our consistent listenership isn't like super massive right now but mm. it's definitely more but, than <laughs> but there is a consistent listener yeah i mean more than i ever thought you know mm. we, we could have gone this entire three months without anybody listening but no yeah but yeah make sure to follow social media if you're on facebook just google prefer not to say podcast or if you're on the web facebook.com slash pnts podcast on instagram and twitter we are at pnts underscore podcasts uh, you can follow us each individually also 
on Instagram. I am also on Twitter. Greg is not as of yet. Mm. Uh, you can follow me at, at BTQ Paul on Instagram and Twitter and uh, at Daddy Master Senpai for Greg on Instagram. Mm. I don't really do much on there. I, I, I think I have yet to post anything. But <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a work it'll in progress. Start. It'll we, start. Yeah, I'm not it. a social media guy. Now you have to be that we got to. Yeah. We we got a platform. We like gotta, I, like I said, man, I use Facebook as a as a platform for comedy. Now I have to use actual social media for social media purposes, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're a business now, so we gotta we gotta do that. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, shoot, I don't. We could probably start telling people what the next episodes are now, right? Or should we just let it be a surprise? Um, we we can as long as it's not one of the like episodes that we have to work around because of the whole pandemic oh no i'm I'm just talking direct next episode oh absolutely yeah so the next episode we're talking about the importance of my hero academia Mm -hmm. so look forward to that weebs (laughs) right (laughs) we're going plus ultra next episode (laughs) oh yeah that's today's episode and we are signing out oh peace